Hey everyone, welcome back to Music from the Curator's Chair. It's your host, Scott. I'm back with another episode. I'm hoping that you... If you heard my Oasis review, you probably know that I'm also a fan of Liam Gallagher and Noel Gallagher's High Flying Birds as solo artists. I like both Noel Gallagher and Liam Gallagher on what they've done with their solo adventures. I still love Oasis. I know I didn't give Be Here Now a really great score, but you're... you're if you are hearing this after I've recorded it, which I recorded that a few months ago. I think I have recorded a few weeks back, but like as you're hearing this recording, it's gonna be a couple months after the fact. This is coming out on the 24th of November, 2022. I am doing a review and a bit of a retrospective on Noel Gallagher's third album, Who Built the Moon? Which, if I'm honest, when I first heard it, I didn't really like a whole lot of the songs. One of the first songs I ever heard on the album, I absolutely despised. I didn't find it good at all. I thought it was the gross, not the grossest, but the worst, weirdest, polarizing song I've heard in my life. I didn't know what to think about it. I absolutely hated it. But I'm going to go track by track with each song and tell you what I think about it. There is going to be one song I don't feel like I could really do because it is a live version, but again that's the case about it but that, like that I'll, like I'll, I'll talk about that when it comes time to do so now let's get on with the start of the album which is with the song if I recall correctly Fort Knox this is a I don't really want to call it an instrumental but it's very psychedelic it doesn't have a whole lot of like lyricism going on it's just kind of whatever it's very eclectic now I'm going to mention all these songs were not done like they weren't produced by Noel Gallagher himself. He actually produced it. Like he got it produced with David Holmes. He worked with David Holmes, mind you. And I think David Holmes also worked with him on some of the stuff from Where the City Meets the Sky, the Chasing Yesterday remixes. I think maybe he didn't. I don't recall. All I do know is that this was done by David Holmes, not Noel Gallagher. So a lot of it's gonna be very different. I know Noel did his EP, did the rest of his stuff like between then and now. But he basically since Chase yesterday recorded it and he did it all in the studio he wouldn't do um, basically he the entire thing was done in the studio and it was because he talked about this on the Rocket Hour with Elton John on Beats 1 radio back when this came out he told he talked about it with Elton saying that this was all done at the studio he didn't do it at home write songs whatever he would listen to stuff that he likes listening to and it was also during the Chase History World Tour that he also was doing it, but he was also doing it with other musicians as well. Like he did it with everyone that he liked working with, I guess, at the time. Like everyone that's on the person, like that's on the thing. Like we have Jeremy Stacy, who's been a part of it for since the beginning. We have Jason Faulkner, who did the bass. We have Kefis, Kiancia, keyboards. We even have Johnny Marr on here, Paul Weller. Like a lot of these albums. But a lot of the work on it, but anyways, let's get back into Fort Knox. Fort Knox, I thought was a weird experiment, but it sounded like something out of an old Bond film, kind of like something that's like something's about to happen. We don't know what. And then comes the next song, Holy Mountain, which was the first song that he released as a single. I didn't find this a good song. I personally didn't like it. I didn't for the longest time. I didn't like it at all. Even when the album came out, I would always skip this album. Like, it was this song in the album instantly. Like, I hated it. 
Now, five years later, I've kind of grown, grown to like it a little bit more. I don't hate it as much as I did before. Maybe it was just due to the tin whistle or whatever it could have been, but I don't know what could have caused me to really despise it so much to not want to listen to it, but I do know it's very heavy, like almost like a dance track. It's really good. My favorite song on here, I think as well as Elton John's as well, I think he was talking about is uh, Keep On Reaching, the third song on the album. This song is great. I like it. It's very, very well done. It's one of the shorter ones on the album. I don't count the interludes that he has on it because those ones are kind of whatever, but I mean... I would say that's one of the shortest. Keep On Reaching is, I think, the shortest of all on it overall. But it still works. I like it a lot. It's very fast, very rapid. You could probably hear this in a racing game and you wouldn't like, feel different about it. It just it works. You know what I mean, it's very quick and easy to get into. It's a Beautiful World, which I believe was the second single off the album. I thought it was fantastic. I didn't have an issue with it at all. And it was one of those songs I could just kind of get into again and again and not have an issue with it. It just, it worked. The French Wolfgang Word that is done by um, Le Volume Corbe was very well done, I thought. It really worked well for this album. Like, it didn't need to kind of do whatever, but it just has a weird, it has, a, it has an interesting feeling to it, you know? And... Honestly, a lot of the stuff that's on here is just, it's very well done, like, when I first heard some of the songs, I didn't know what to think, but I do know It's a Beautiful World and Keep On Reaching were my favorites. She Taught Me How to Fly was a different, that was another one that was pretty damn good if you ask me. I didn't, like, um, this one just had a very mellow, like, experience to it, had a very nice, like, tone. It didn't feel too crazy or too electronic-y for Noel, but it felt like right in where his headspace was maybe when he was younger. Because I remember he was talking about like indie pop and all this shit that he liked listening to as a youngster. And I know this is what makes me think this is what he was listening to, maybe. Be careful what you wish for reminds me of some songs from Dig Out Your like from Dig Out Your Soul, from Oasis, the last album they made. With some of the the workings of the songs in it it just it works well for what it's trying to do then comes black and white sunshine which is not too bad i kind of like it it's a nice decent track to kind of just dig into and just kind of be whatever about i know i have a, a couple of remixes of this one and another and two, two other ones on this album on a record store day ep that came out a while back that was released as a single but anyways that's that's a different story to talk about but I will mention the interludes, the, the the interlude of Wednesday Part 1 and 2. Those two, I'm putting them together because I don't want to do track by track on those two. Were kind of a good way to kind of like make it mellow, kind of nice little like, ooh, okay. And kind of a little instrumental, which was nice. There was nothing going on that was crazy. If Love is the Law is a really good love song, I think. It really works well for what's going on. Then if I had to really say what... I like about it there's a lot going on in it. it just works well the harmonica near the end of the song just makes it fantastic for me but the b-side to that out that song shouldn't have been a b-side at all and it's a song that i wish noel gallagher released on his debut when it came out everywhere i wish it was a part of that album as a bonus track but it, is, it wasn't it was for six years it was, it was an exclusive to amazon 
music Germany and that song I'll talk about one of these days if I decide to if I ever decide to go into his singles and all that I will talk about them but my favorite song now as I've gotten older not really older but as I've gotten kind of like I've grown wiser and whatnot not older but I've kind of like listened to this album more is the Bond-esque theme song like a Bond-esque like 60s 1960s Bond theme sort of thing which I think should would work as a Bond theme if he was to re-record it is The Man Who Built the Moon. This song is fantastic to me. I've never had a song that made me think, like, why is this not, like, a, like why is this not this? You know what I mean? Like, like this song just, it works so well. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense for it not to. It's a very dark, brooding James Bond theme. And it just, it works for what it's trying to be. Even Noel even says it's very, like, he's inspired by a conspiracy theory book and it was based on a promotional film poster for The Hateful Eight that Noel saw on the subway going into the studio. I guess, like, even if, it, like, even if, like, this is kind of what I wish they used for No Time to Die a little bit. Like, this sounds like something that would have worked well for No Time to Die because No Time to Die... Spoiler alert, if anyone's actually listening to my other podcast and probably has seen it, Bond dies at the end. And yes, this works well. Like, because this song, like, he dies, like, the, the person that, like, I guess the writer of the, like, the song, not Noel himself, but I'm saying, like, the character, like, just kind of just dies. And I thought all the song was very similar to the album name that in turn was, yeah, it's by my experience theory book, but the lyrics were based on a promotional film post for the Hateful Eight that Noel saw the subway going to the studio, I guess, in 2015. And that's kind of cool, if you ask me. I kind of like the idea. Like, he had an inspiration from something that he, like, he was taking the train or whatever, and that works. Now, I've already talked about the interludes. Now, I want to talk about one extra song that was classified as a bonus track, but... I don't believe it should be the case. I think this song, if I have it on iTunes, I know it's a bonus track on other formats, but I think personally for me, this should not be classified as what people call it. I don't think it's a bonus track. It is one more song for the album and it works well for what it was being asked to be, which is um, this song that was recorded live. And what really makes me sad is He won't. I don't think he'll ever try and record. He's never gonna try and re-record it. And just mostly because of the fact that he was doing a radio session in Dublin, in Ireland, and um, it's where the song got on the light. So he does one more thing, and it's like he written the song a couple nights before. He was messing about, I guess, whatever, and they. He had no idea that it was being recorded at all. He finds out, like, it's a new song. And fast forward a couple of years, he's in the office talking about the new, like, material for the Alfred bonus content. And, um... So, apparently, the studio RTA 2 FM in Dublin recorded this song called Dead in the Water. And he didn't know that it was... Like, like, yeah, you know that 
was something that was being recorded at all. And I gotta say, this song, Dead in the Water, possibly, if I don't, if I was not to call it a bonus track, and it was not, and if it, like, this might be the best song he's ever written in his entire discography. I don't want to say that out loud, but I just did. But this is one song that works so well for him. It's so special. It's beautiful. It's beautifully well done. It, it's just... I can't describe it any other way, man. It just... It works for what it's trying to do. And it just... Yeah, it just... It works so well. So I don't know what to tell you. It, it works for me for what I want out of it. it it's... It's special. Like, this song is special. This is one of those ones that every time I listen to it, I kind of cry a little bit. And I mean, I, I, I remember the last time I listened to this album in full. And I do mean in full. It was probably three years ago now. I was just wrapping up a, this job that I hated. And I was, headed, I was heading on the way to wherever I was going to. And then, like, when this song played... It played when I was approaching a spot that was no longer like there anymore. Like it was, I was trying to find a spot that I liked, kind of frequently, this little bar, and I found out it was gone. And it kind of was a little heartbreaking because I wanted to go to it again, and I couldn't. It was gone. But this song, like I said, Dead in the Water, which was recorded live in Dublin, was just fantastic. Overall, now I have to give this album a rating. After five years, because I know when I first heard it, I hated it so much. I honestly gave it a four out of ten. Like I didn't hate the album that much, but I hated it enough that some songs really turned me the like turned me off for a good while. I didn't listen to it a whole lot. I, compared, I liked it more. Like, I liked Chasing Yesterday and his debut album on his own as a solo artist more. But now, as I've matured and kind of grown up, because I heard it right when I, like, I heard the entire album after I came back from a trip, and, like, I heard, I had, I pre-recorded, I pre-ordered like, it, right, so I heard the singles because of iTunes and all that, I heard the album, and I have to say, now, this album, I'm not going to say it's the most perfect thing Noel Gallagher's ever done in his entire discography, but it's up there. I'm gonna give this album, Who Built the Moon by Noel Gallagher's High Flying Birds, a nine out of 10. I like all three of his albums. His EPs are fantastic as well. He's never really missed the mark for me. Like at first he missed the mark with this album for me. It was really one of those albums that I didn't like at all. Now I can say I enjoy it. It works. And honestly, I like it. I can definitely say it's one of those albums I can listen to again and again every now and then. I can listen to some of these songs just out of, out of the blue. I don't have to listen to it in full-blown sequence. Because I'm a completionist that way. I like to listen to the album in full, in its entirety, without skipping anything. Sometimes I go back to another song and I want to re-listen to it. And that's what I do sometimes. But I know I should actually... While I'm at it, I should talk about the singles that he did. Because he did... 
one for if the law, if love is a law with the song alone on the rope which is one of my all-time favorite songs he's ever made and it really makes me sad that it never really um got to be shown anywhere for quite a few years it was a b-side which i felt was the worst thing he could have done this was bonus stuff that he had on the first album and just it bothers me but i should also talk about um the reflex revisions that he released that were still from the album overall and i thought three songs she taught me how to fly keep on reaching or both by re- the reflex revisionary uh, work were amazing then there was the rich norris remix for and this is on the little single called wait and return there was no actual song called wait and return that i remember anyways this was also during his uh, time when he was releasing his eps black star dancing and this is the place i still like black star dancing i think that is his best thing he's done for his eps out of the three i think that's his out of the three things he's released that were in a row in 2019 and 2020 respectively i'd say black star dancing is my favorite i'm not saying it's the best thing ever of all time that noel gallagher's done i'm saying like out of the stuff he's done total i would say that's perfect i personally think and it just it works well for what it's trying to do and it just i don't know for me i like his work a lot i can definitely go back and listen to it every now and then and just enjoy it i don't have to not listen to it but there's times where i'm just like i like it you know like i don't really pine for it more than i should but he's just done stuff that's worked out so well that just i don't know what to say it just it works for me And it might work for you if you're a fan of Noel Gallagher. If you're not, no big deal. If you aren't a fan of Noel Gallagher, I would suggest you check out either Chasing Yesterday or you check out his debut album, his self-titled. And go from there. If you like what you hear on either of them, try checking out Who Built the Moon. You might like it. You might not. It's your choice. But I don't want to ramble about this. I just thought I'd give a nice little... uh, happy anniversary like podcast in retrospective because it's been five years since this album came out and i've grown to love it in the past five years i've grown to have that i've grown to love it i've grown to cry with it i've grown to do a lot of things this album is still like amazing i didn't like it at first when i first heard some of the songs especially holy mountain i hated that that made me just it turned me off from the album completely i want like at that time I wanted a refund for it so it's just like ugh, it was just so it was, a, it was a lot for me to take in but now as I've gotten older I can enjoy it I can listen to it and be okay with it but as time goes on I just think wow what was I thinking and anyways I'm gonna stop rambling here I'm gonna get back to doing what I'm doing I hope you all have an amazing day if you are going to listen to No Gallagher, like I mentioned, check those albums out. You will not be disappointed. Until next time, folks, I will check you out. I will check. I will see you all at the record store next time. Until then, keep on rocking in the free world. Keep on listening to your awesome music. This is Scott signing out. End transmission.